Welcome to the apartment. I'm Asfali. Ali Baluch. Oh man. Oh man. And welcome to the apartment, man. Mm-hmm. This is uh, the number one podcast on YouTube. The number one podcast on YouTube. And we sit with uh, our favorite diverse content creators, influencers, athletes, musicians. And today we have an actor, you know, and he's very well established. I, I know him personally, Karin yeah. Sony. Karin Sony, man. He's been in everything that you love Deadpool. Yes. He's going to be in Office Christmas Party Office coming Christmas out, Party. which is just like going to be huge. He was in Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. He's in the TV show Blunt Talk with Patrick Stewart. Isn't that on Showtime or is it? Is it on? Stars. Stars. It's one of those, yeah. So for you adult viewers, mm-hmm. it's on premium cable. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has been, he's been in the game for not that long, but he's been in these huge projects. He's yeah. going to tell us how it was being on set, working with these big names. And how he got into the industry moving yeah. from India. India. Like he yeah. grew up. It's hard enough for us and we grew up here yeah, yeah. for a kid to, to be, uh, you know, 18 when he comes to America mm-hmm. and then find a way to, to get into the industry and yeah. uh, as well as he has. Yeah. It, it sounded like he had some horror stories. But yeah, like in a fat it. camp. It was, yeah. It's about just yeah. like, <laughs> you're going to enjoy this. You're going to enjoy this. But before we dive into that. We have a Patreon. Yes, we do. You can pledge. There's going to be a lot of deleted scenes from this that are mm-hmm. going to be on that. Yes. Um, just outtakes. Every week we put out little like one minute clips and all you got to do is just pledge $1. Just $1. A month. We make this with our own money. With our own monies. And uh, you know, we do have one sponsor. We do. Our, our one sponsor is... Uh, Where is it? Can you oh, fucking wear the sponsor, please? I'm sorry. Uh, shout out to Christ. Adidas. Shout outs to Adidas. When you need something to cover up your weird Christmas sweater, Adidas. <laughs> uh, yeah, so shout out to our, 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 our uh, sponsor, Adidas. So Give the Patreon is just a dollar. We send, uh, we send you so much extra bonus stuff That's because yeah. that, we shoot a lot here. We shoot a lot. And we take a lot of time and effort making this podcast. And, and there's effort. a lot of good stuff that for sake of time... Yeah. We just can't fit in. It's too of much course. good stuff. Yeah, Shout-outs yeah. to AMPM, which they're not a sponsor, but no. I would I would prefer that. I would like that. I would take anyone. Anyone, honestly. Anyone, yeah. Anyone. Adidas, <laughs> for when you have literally no standards on who... But luckily, we got... We honestly did get one of the biggest brands to sponsor our podcast, yeah. <laughs> and that it's exciting. And so we love you, Adidas. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's about it. I feel like uh, we're ready to jump into this Let's episode. Let's do it. So if you're a first-time listener, get comfortable, you know, and, and get, get ready for a great ride. And if you're driving, and if you're a listener, eyes on the road, buckle up, stay safe. iTunes. SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Spotify. Stuff. No, not Spotify yet. I can get us on Spotify. Ooh, let's soon. get us on Spotify. It's tricky, but we'll get there. We're gonna do it. All right. This is Karan Sony. Enjoy. Okay. This week, who do we have? We have Karan Sony. Welcome. You are on Blunt Talk. Yes. Ooh. Two seasons. Yes. Hopefully, you'll get a third. Hopefully. Hopefully, you'll get a third. You've been on Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Safety not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were on the show Other Space. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Yahoo Live Television. I know, I know. You you missed that. You avoided that bus. This guy was close to hitting that bus twice. I was close to hitting for it other twice. space yeah. and the other show. And the other one. Yeah. Um, oh so, gosh. <laughs> and, and you're working on a gazillion other things. Office Christmas parties yes. coming out. December 9th. Yes. Ooh. Yes. So this, you, Shot in Chicago partially. Oh yeah. You better right. like it. I, I will. I will <laughs> like a lot of practical effects. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. it looks wild. A lot of like fake snow. <laughs> we didn't really? get real snow. So, oh, that's yeah. fascinating. You guys yeah. shot in the winter time. We shot um, exteriors in March. Yeah. Okay, and then yeah. interiors in Atlanta. So oh. I wore a winter coat for two months in eighty degrees. <laughs> Ooh, <man. laughs> that's crazy. So you've been you've been you've been working, and you have a gazillion other things coming out. 
Thank you for being here. Thank of you course. for coming by. Of course. So we wanted to know, because I've seen you around. We've known each other for long quite some time. time. Very long quite some time. time. But I never, I, I don't know the, the origin story. This is very true. I don't know this. Very true. Well, how did you get to L.A.? And right. how do we kick you out? Right. <laughs> um, this is why I'm here. I'm going to get murdered after this thing. I drank the water. You I'm drank just, the water. I'm just saying it to the camera. It's, I drank the water that he gave me. So if I go missing. Oh, by the way, do, oh, before we, do you want water? No, I'm uh, Okay, okay. We'll get you a bottle. Okay, so where, where did you grow up? I grew up in India. In, but you grew up in India? Mm, oh. In New Delhi. Oh, like, my God. I literally grew up 18 years. I was just there. You were in Delhi? I, I was in Hyderabad, Delhi, and Ooh, Mumbai. Do you have family there? I, in Heatherpod. Oh, and what were we doing in Delhi? In Delhi and Mumbai. Delhi was just visiting. was having fun. What did you think? Had you been there I before? liked it. I'd never been there before. Wow. I liked it. Oh, it's crazy. I, it's, it's so much. A lot of people. So yeah. many people. Yeah. Not nearly as polluted as where my family is from. Heatherbod has not. Oh, I've never been to Heatherbod. They haven't got on board with the, like, the CNG, CNG thing, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. basically, It like, cleans it up. Also, it we have a metro the, and everything now. Yeah, you guys have like a better. lot of things. Yeah, yeah, Heatherbod yeah. was just like. It was great. Like the food was unbelievable. Yeah, it was like yeah, the yeah. best I've had in my life. But everyone's just like, who gives a fuck? There's just trash everywhere. It was just yeah, like yeah, yeah. all the pollution in your yeah. face. Yeah, Delhi yeah. is getting their shit together because they're like, hey, people from other countries come here. We yeah, got to get. Exactly. <laughs> we yeah, have to yeah, get our acts true. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a decent amount of white people like yeah. walking around in, in, in their Delhi. weird like MC Hammer pants. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We have been to keep it clean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, they all saw uh, Eat, Pray, Love and just... <laughs> and they're like, give me the Julie Roberts tour, yeah, please. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All of that. So how um, long were you, uh, did you live for there? I lived 18 it, years. Oh, you yeah. went to school there, uh-huh. everything. Yeah, so I went to uh, Indian like public school uh, first, mm-hmm. then I went to Indian private school, which is kind of like a joke. It's basically $60 a semester. Oh, so um, like, and there's, like real pricey. Yeah, there's like yeah. 80 people in each classroom. It's like basically worse than American public school, but you just... <laughs> Pay the a prestige. little bit more to like get out of like the really bad schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I did that uh, for a while, and then when I was starting high school, I used to be uh, kind of fat. Um, yeah, I like want to hear this story. Fat. I want to yeah. hear fat con. Like, I was just like I always had a lot of like baby fat. Too much food? Were um, they feeding you too much? Or well, did food you... is so good. Yeah, I just ate so everything. And a very strong sweet tooth. Yeah. And I would eat like ice cream for breakfast. You know oh, I mean? like melt it, put a cereal in it. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, this is serious. Uh-huh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, wow. and I was like the first child, so my mom just never said no to anything. So your parents were like, let him. Yeah, yeah, this and is I his and fun. I never like I never like sports or anything, so I wasn't like moving <laughs> or anything. You weren't counteracting. <laughs> I it just at like all. wasn't doing anything, and so because I was like really cute, like chubby baby, and then yeah. I just like kept getting fatter, I and know, then like, eventually it wasn't like soft fat; it got like hardened. Mm-hmm. So like my stomach was like like. I had a pregnant like belly, oh, but it was hard. So I had like flab here and like like a double chin and all that stuff. But this was like his stomach was like yeah. fully like hard. Also um, has a name for that. It's um, called the ET body. ET body. Yep, that's what exactly. We call that's what I had. It, it, it which like happens flicks. to Indian men like Indian in their forties and yes. stuff. But I was you know <laughs> we already, stay skinny. And yeah, and guts. then everything gets over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Um, and so anyways, I before I started high school, I just kind of like realized that I was fat. Like it just had never occurred to me before that. That's then, how that's how that's how positive your parents were with you. Yeah. That they were just like, you're <laughs> They're perfect. Great. You're great. Yeah. No, and I had then, never felt anything weird about it. And then one day I was like, oh, I haven't looked, seen my feet in a while. <laughs> like when oh, I looked down. <laughs> so I just like had this epiphany and I was like, great, I'm going to like start playing sports. And I, I mean, it's terrible. If what you, did you play? I did soccer. Like everyone in my school, in okay. Indian, like private school mm-hmm. 
I was terrible. The one time I scored a goal was I was always a goalie because I was just bigger. And yeah. the one time I scored a goal was when I accidentally like kicked it into our own goal. Oh, no. And everyone. And anyways, I used to get bullied all the time. And they just hated me like even yeah. more. And then I was like, all right, I can't do this anymore. So my parents found this school called Pathways. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. So, hold on, like hold on. so you were so bad at soccer. Mm-hmm. And that was the tipping point where people were already being like. So people car- ignored me before. They were ignoring you yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. But you failing at soccer pushed was, it over the edge where they were yeah. actively being yeah. like. They were like, you're, you're the worst. You're yeah, the yeah, worst yeah, ET yeah, person that we have on campus. Like, leave this team. Like, yeah, oh, all of that man. stuff. Yeah. So then I was like, this is why I hate sport. Like, I just never, you know, I never was, I just completely, like, alienated myself from it. And then they found the school, which was a boarding school. Called Pathways. Pathways. Mm-hmm. Where they focus on uh, exercise as part of the curriculum. So you, mm-hmm. you spend eight hours in class and then half of that time working out. So this is, like, low-key fat camp. Yeah. Basically. Okay, got it's it, It's like got a it. boarding school with, like, where you exercise a lot. <laughs> so we did four hours of working out every day and oh then eight God. hours of class. So we would wake up at five in the morning and then jog for an hour um, and then we would do yoga and like stretches and stuff for yeah. an hour then you would go to class then you do two hours of sports from three to five after you finish class damn and then they f- uh, the other thing was like it was super like healthy diet yeah and we got fed the same food every day mm-hmm. um, so that way you stop looking at food as something that gives you pleasure uh, so we got like brown rice and vegetables <laughs> so you forgot so you forgot about ice cream and cereal pretty quickly oh yeah I mean there was like no way to do it but what was really fucked up about it and they never said out loud was we were divided four houses because when you would play sports you would like compete with like different houses this is some Harry Potter shit uh huh yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. our houses were earth, fire, water, wind some um, avatar stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know but uh, you were divided on based on how fat you were but they never said it out loud because to be fair they were like you know like the two fat ones will compete with each other because not everyone was fat there were some just True. like athletic like kids who wanted to like you know keep yeah. up their like regiment yeah and so earth was the fattest and then it was water and then fire and then wind and then as you lost weight okay. you would move to like a different house that's crazy so at 18 you came over at to 18 i moved yeah um, to la i moved to la Wait, yeah, so what was the deal USC. so you got uh, why usc it, they just gave me the most money um <laughs> oh so originally i my parents so my family was moving to america mm-hmm. um because uh, my dad works for john deere oh, okay um, and yeah so he finally got this job the classic at, indian company john deere. john deere yeah um <laughs> I grew up with so much John Deere swag, uh-huh. and I thought like everyone in America knows John Deere because okay. that's what I just was oh, known yeah. to that me. people would be like, yeah. So my this first cool. my first day at USC, I wore like a John Deere cap <laughs> and a T-shirt, mm-hmm. and like walked around. No one knew what it was. And like, really? Doing? Like, yeah. Okay. SoCal kids. Oh, that's true. SoCal. They're yeah. just completely. You go to the Midwest. Um, oh, it's a huge thing. Yeah, yeah, oh my yeah. god! I was just in Kentucky. There's states? like you see tractors everywhere. Yeah. It's a it's like it's a religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I thought that's what it was for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Like here, they're like no idea what we, it is. That no one has lawns to yeah, mow exactly. out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I came to USC uh, because at the time, like the OC was like a really big show, oh. and, like, my, and someone, one of the popular kids, gave oh me the, God, the yes. box set DVD. I love that your whole life was guided by <laughs> the cool kids told me to do this. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. it. They gave me the box set because once I was a part of the group, they were like, "You need to watch this, like the Bible." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they like gave me the first two seasons like on the box set, and then I just was like, "Yeah, this is amazing." And then one of the one of the cool kids was like, "You're like the Indian Seth Cohen or something," and I was like, "That's who I am." Like that's I just like I put am. that label on myself. I'm like, yeah. I guess I'll take this because like everyone likes that character yeah. on the show you're getting your passport checked and you're like yeah. people refer to me as the Indian Seth Cohen exactly and anyway so my parents were like they moved to the east coast for their job and so they were like apply to schools like in Boston all this stuff and I did but then I secretly applied to like 
a bunch of places in California mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, see, like I have to like know yeah. what this magical yeah. place is like. Right. Um, and then none of the UCs took me because I was an international student mm-hmm. and I had really good uh, grades, but I didn't realize that it's a state school. So like, it's yeah. very hard. If very, very like, hard, you, like yeah. you have to be the smartest person. Mm-hmm. But then USC was like great. It's like very diverse. They love like, I think they have like over 10% international yeah. students oh, and wow. stuff. So they were just like, come over here. And I remember I was really bummed that I got USC and I did <laughs> UC Irvine because on Google, what? UC Irvine was Is by Newport Beach. Uh, and so I was like, that's where I want to go. Yes. <laughs> And then one day someone told me, oh, the OC shot in like Manhattan Beach, like in a studio. I'm like, oh, cool. Because I was feeling really depressed. I'm like, yeah, I really thought I was going to go there. Oh, my God. It's so sad. No one is sad not to get into UCI. Because of Seinfeld. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's me. You're like like, Kramer and you're like, I guess I'm going to NYU then. I mean, it gets really bad because there was a point where I was so obsessed that my show was supposed to, like my life was like, on Seth Cohen's like, <laughs> that in the show he is dream school was brown so yeah, I applied yeah, early yeah. to brown oh. like didn't know anything about the school I'm like this is destiny like <laughs> most to go yeah, to brown. Yeah. and then I didn't get in and I like justified it to myself I'm like oh because I need to go to the OC like yeah, that's yeah. where I need that's to go why I have to yeah be. so, so um, how did yeah go ahead oh uh, what was like your first like acting yeah. credit when, when you get you... into a- acting yeah here, so then but... I went to USC I didn't take any theater class or anything because mm-hmm. I'm like oh that was a hobby now I'll just like study business or do something else yeah yeah um, and I'd never had electives before in like my high school yeah, life because yeah. that's not a thing. And yeah. so then USC is like a liberal arts school. They like really encourage you to like take other classes and stuff. And mm-hmm. so my advisor who was like setting up my class, she was like, well, what do you want to do? You should do one class for fun. And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> and she yeah. was like, it's built into your thing. Like freshman year is a year where you can like do that, like go to a different school and like study like psychology or something else. Yeah. And I was like, is there drama? And she's like, yeah, there's like a theater school. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll do that. And then. Um, she, I took like a, like acting 101 at USC mm-hmm. and it was the first time I was like with kids who like went to arts high schools uh, and like had done like 15 musicals and yeah. like all this stuff Damn. like overprepared yeah but they were like yeah. really good and I yeah. was kind of like wow this is like and also like they weren't like the weirdos and they were like all pretty like cool mm-hmm. and everything yeah and I was like, oh, I guess this is like, this is pretty cool. Like, yeah. this is a thing. It's like cool. To, it's fine to like have a passion for this. you weren't actively shunned? Yeah, I yeah. wasn't. Okay. And then I had a really uh, like a motivating teacher who basically, I was like, yeah, I'm just taking this class for fun or whatever. He's like, no, no, you should audition for a play and everything. I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. And they were like, he really was like, no, you really should. And I did. And I got, just got really involved like in the community. Yeah. And then uh, sophomore year, it came time for me to like declare my major and I was going to declare business as my major and then i just had this like huge conflict of interest and i was oh, like man i think this is like not a hobby like i think it makes me really happy and yeah. i just have to confront that fact or whatever and so you had your ot moment and you're like i have to follow my dreams yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> thanks thank yeah. you uh thanks josh schwartz yeah, yeah, um, yeah creator of the OC <laughs> who went to USC there you go all these fun facts so what did, you, what did your parents say when you were like hey um, I don't want to do business they were a little like horrified uh-huh. with good reason oh, yeah, because they're very practical but their big thing was like they were like how much money are you going to make once Our you graduate homeless. Mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. I was like I don't know and like I my head was like in the clouds kind of mm-hmm. and I hadn't really thought of the practical aspects of it and so talking to them they were like okay do like a film like minor mm-hmm. like be a producer or something so I did yeah. that like join the film school mm-hmm. like I did that um, and then they were like, you know, we want to plan from you. Like, what are you going to do when you graduate? Like, where mm-hmm. are you going to work? Like, what are you going to do? So that summer, then I kind of like just asked around. There's like a lot of child actors who yeah. went to USC. Yeah. And so I asked around, like, how do you make money? Like, what happened? Because like, no one tells you. Like, like, like no, even yeah. in USC, they don't teach you how to like no. survive in no. the real world. Like, yeah. I don't know what SAG was. I don't know anything. And so 
then they were like, you know, well, you need an agent. And I was like, okay. And so then they like, go to Sam French and there's like the agency yeah, list yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. Then they were like, get a headshot, like put a resume on there and then basically just mail that out to every agency. And hope someone. Yeah. yeah. So I did that that summer because I was staying here for an internship and I got three calls out of like 150 wow. that I sent out. Yeah. Two were like scams. So oh. they asked me they for like, money. And they're stuff. like, can we have $30,000, please? <laughs> oh my God. No, it was like more practical. It was yeah. like 200 a month and you had to give your bank account number. <gasps> so they would automatically transfer what? it. Yeah. And it was. And they'd send you out on a Kit Kat commercial? Yeah. yeah. I mean, not. I don't even. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. And it was one of those things where. So the first one, straight up, the person. I met the person in like the valley and then he was like, you're not going to make it like just from, he's like, I just want to bring you in to let you know you're not going to make it without my help. And I was like, Oh, oh my okay. God. And then he was like, and these are my services. You pay this much. And he's like, you go to my headshot photographer and he's going to ask for this much. And I was just like, Something I, I knew enough to know that from like asking the child actors, yeah. like never give anyone money. No. So I was like, I just like got out of there. And then he left me like a scathing voicemail. What being was like, it? Just being like, you're, you're so disrespectful of my time and like all this stuff, whatever. And I was like, okay. Just, I'll forgive you if you send me your social security yeah, number. Exactly. Oh and then the second one was a couple. And they said specifically when they contacted me that we want you to prepare a monologue. And I've been in theater school now. And I was like, none of these people are even seeing if we can act. So how yeah. are they just like off your face? Like they're, right. And it was like very disturbing to me. So I was like, oh, cool. Like maybe I can like set myself apart from like yeah. some people. Mm -hmm. So I went and I do a monologue for them in Studio City and... Then they were like, or could go wait in the waiting room. And then they make me wait five minutes. Very effective. You're sitting there being like, I want them to like me. Mm -hmm. I want them to like me. Very effective. Go back in. And they're like, we've been talking about it. And I think we're going to try you out. And I was like super happy. And they're like, here's the you know paperwork to start. And like everything was like pretty normal. The first page and the second page was like bank account number and all this uh, stuff. So then I just don't fill it out. Oh and then God. I go back in. And they were so sweet and nice. And I was just like, um, what is this for? And they were like, basically, it, it's not really going to apply to you because... Look, we're gonna send you out like on ten auditions a day. What a lie! Oh yeah, yeah. So that <laughs> like, doesn't even happen. So I didn't. Yeah, like, I didn't yeah. even know what. I mean, I had no context. I'm yeah. like, that sounds good. Yeah. And they're like, we'll send you out for ten auditions a day. They're like, you're gonna get something every month. But you know, in case you don't get something one month, we're just gonna transfer like two hundred dollars from like your checking account to like our account for like the hours we spent working for you. Mm. And it made it sound like very practical. And be like, but they're like, don't you worry about it because you're gonna get something every month. And yeah. I was like, okay. Uh. <laughs> And then, like, I kind of was like, okay, maybe. And then I sat in the in the waiting room again, and I was like, started filling it out. And then I was just like, this doesn't feel mm -hmm. right. And then they came. If they had just held on a little bit longer, I would have done it. But then they came on. They were like very desperate, and I could tell uh, them, like, so how's it going? How's it going? Are you are you all set? And I was just like, Ugh, no, I no, no. Get that. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I gotta go. And they were like, no, don't go. <laughs> it was just like <laughs> these weird things, whatever. So then. That failed. And then I got like a small, like another small agency call, but they were just like, yeah, no money, nothing. They were like, we'll just start you with commercials or whatever. So mm -hmm. then I just started auditioning for yeah, commercials that's awesome. and stuff like and that. And what was like your first like big role that you kind of grabbed where you were able to like make something, some um, kind of money? Yeah, the first, uh, the first movie thing I ever got was like a TV movie for MTV uh, called Worst Prom Ever. Worst Prom Ever. That was awesome oh i remember um, that with, yeah eugene cordero yeah was in it. like a few people were in it um and this was after a year and a half of auditioning so mm. i auditioned for a year and a half like maybe once mm. a week she takes about a year to get yeah yeah um 
And I was very delusional when I started. I thought I was going to get everything. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. You kind of do need yeah. that, though, you to have get that through too? all the bullshit. Like, like yeah. I would get an audition. I'd be like, oh, NCS, I've heard of this show. I'll get it. Like, no, it was I so it. weird. I like, I was, like, very confident. And then by the year and a half, my confidence just completely destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't even get a callback. But you, like need that, you need that delusion to get you through the bullshit so the casting people know who you are. Yeah. And then you can be jaded or whatever after that. Yeah, but you're already, yeah. like, in the system yeah. yeah i yeah. was like so i was just completely like all right it's begun like i'm because like none of the people i went to school would had agents and stuff and so i'm like i'm already a step ahead so oh, maybe yeah. i'll get a job or something mm-hmm. and then a year and a half into it i got this movie it was three days in new orleans mm-hmm. and they were like oh. you have to fly yourself out you have what? to pay for your own hotel. yourself what? i had to be a local hire what? and so i lost money up front um and i'd been like working in a restaurant like sa- with like a savings or whatever and i spent the entire thing to like work and oh, I, my check geez. didn't come for like two months and I was literally like completely broke. And I was just like, this is the worst. Shit. And then I ended up going to do this movie for three days. I had like a honey wagon, which is like yeah. the smallest trailer you have, which yeah. was next to a porta potty. Oh. And it just smelled disgusting. So again, it's like, I've never been on a set. I don't know what this means, but everyone's told me like, once you get a job, it'll be worth it. Like everything no. will be worth it. And I get there. I didn't have an iPad. I had a flip phone. This is like 2009. You're playing Snake for like eight hours a day. Just 16 like... hours. Oh my and they didn't God. use me. They didn't. They forgot I was there. They didn't knock on my door for lunch. So I didn't eat. Oh. Because I didn't even know that lunch is six hours from the call yeah. time. So otherwise I would have just naturally gone out. So they basically had me come in the morning. Um, at night. It was a night shoot. Dude, Held which was you like hostage. Brutal. Yeah. But like did hair and makeup, everything. And they were like, we're going to knock on your door when we're ready. I didn't even know you were allowed to leave the honey wagon and like get, go to craft. I didn't even know what crafty was. Like, I didn't know anything. So I just sat in this like tiny it's, like prison. The honey cell. wagon, by the way, it's, it's so small. It's like this It's big. not even. It's yeah. literally. And it's like really dirty. Like it's never yeah. clean. It's like really bad. And mine was at the end of the trailer. So it was like the porta potty was right yeah. there. And I just sat in there for like 16 hours. You're just hours. hearing people taking New Orleans dumps yeah. every And then like the, the transpo guy just opened the thing to like shut clean the light and shut, and it, shut it, up. it up. And he's like, what are you doing here? He's like, we're wrapped. What? And I was like, oh. <laughs> And I was, th- it was just sitting in this honey wagon being like, what am I doing with my life? Like, I just spent all this, my savings to and, come here. And I'm not even in this fucking I'm thing. not even, like, doing anything. Yeah. And then, basically, the next day, I waited for, like, seven hours and shot, like, for an hour. And then the last day, I waited, like, seven hours, shot, like, an hour, and I was done. Um, and I just left that experience being like, oh, this is not for me. This is bad. Like, and it was, a senior year was beginning, and I was just like, what am I doing with my life? Like, mm-hmm. I need to figure this out. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of decided that, like, my agent was going to drop me anyways, because I wasn't really making any money. Yeah. So I was like, once they drop me, that's it. Like, I'm not going to yeah. try this again or whatever. And then if they don't drop me till I graduate, I'm just going to quit and get, like, a real job. Yeah. And then... I ended up getting safety not guaranteed. <laughs> I want to find this guy. You know, see if maybe he believes in this stuff. I don't know. I think it could be funny. You want to do it? Can I get a couple of interns? Help me with I'll the do research. It. Me, too, please. Me. All right, give me the lesbian and the Indian, and I got a story. Which oh. is a great movie. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, a week before finals. Oh, and it shit. was like this, and I had complete, so my parents are flying out for graduation. Uh-huh. I was going to tell them on graduation, I'm going to get a real job. And yeah. I had done an internship at a film production company, and they had kind of offered me like an assistant job. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's what I'm going to do. Like, yeah. I'm going to yeah. go and work in like a production company. Yeah. And it'll be fine. It'll be great. Yeah. Um, and um, I was not getting anything. And then basically, safety not guaranteed, I auditioned for like seven times or something. And so it never felt like I was going to get it because like yeah. every few weeks, they were like, come in again, come in again. And then I did the final audition, and then, like, the next day, they were like, okay, you need to fly out to Seattle tomorrow for five weeks. Wow. And then I was like, I don't have money for the flight. (laughs) And they were like, no, we're going to pay for it. I was like, what? (laughs) 
like, I can't do yeah, this. Yeah, I was like, sorry, I can't do this job. I don't have money for the flight. Also, I can't afford a hotel for five weeks. They're like, no, we're going to pay for it. I was like, oh. wow. Because <laughs> my concept did, of filming yeah. was you pay for the hotel and you yeah. pay for the flight. And so... <laughs> you were just like a battered woman. You were yeah. like, I can't, <laughs> exactly. I can't do this. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, like, my agent had kind of, like, not really explained local hire to me because he was like, he just wanted me to take this job to get, like, the commission. Yeah, 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 yeah So yeah, he yeah. was just like, yeah, that's how it works. That's how it works. Like, you fly yourself out. Oh, I was like, fuck, I yeah. guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I got this thing, and I had the same agent, and he was just like, all right, you got this. And he was, like, super excited. And... I was like, no, I have finals and I have graduation. And he's like, no, you don't understand. You have to do this movie. And I was like, I guess, I don't know. Yeah. And then the director for it like called because he knew I was having like cold feet. And he's like, hey, I think this is going to be a really cool experience, like all this stuff, whatever. And then I was, I was like, all right, I need to decide now like what I'm doing in my life. Because if yeah. I take this movie, I'm going to miss finals. I yeah. might not graduate mm-hmm. um, and all that stuff. And I, I'm not, you know, literally going to walk and graduate. And, right. and then I'm choosing to like do this now instead of like taking this job that I was supposed right. to start and everything. Right. And I just like took the chance, and then that movie ended up being like creatively so fulfilling. And it was um, like a, it was like a, uh, it did really well it did at really the film well. festivals. Yeah, it, was really it did really well. Funny. Yeah. And that director, like, it was his first movie, but yeah. he is like absolute date, like one of my favorite directors I ever worked with. And like you had big people in like Abu Yeah, Plaza the cast, it, yeah, the cast, and they were just it. like very, and like this is the first time I did improv on a set because yeah. it was like your opinion mattered, and they yeah. asked you if you wanted to do something versus mm-hmm. this last time when I was just like filling the plot for the yeah. other movie, and. And it was really, and then like, you know, they paid for the hotel and everything. It was yeah. just like all this, experience. I had per diem and like all these oh, things wow. where it was like, that's awesome. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is like really fun. But like also the cast, like they were just great and we're still friends and all three kind of became like mentors for me when I came back mm-hmm. to LA and they were just all very supportive. Mm-hmm. And so I left that experience being like, oh, if this is like how it can be sometimes, then it's really like, and worth this is it. worth it. And then yeah. luckily we got into Sundance and did all that stuff like six months after mm-hmm. we wrapped the movie. And then that it was big at Sundance. Very big. Yeah. Very it big. was like really big. Yeah. Um, yeah, like Steven Spielberg saw it like twice. It was what? like all this stuff. Yeah, because he saw the trailer and then yeah. basically he was like, I like this trailer. <laughs> and then he saw it once and he really liked it. And then he sent us all an email. And what? then you have an email in your phone from Steven Spielberg? Yeah, but the worst part was I was working at a Mexican restaurant and I just come back from Sundance where it was like, you know, wow, this is amazing. Like yeah. the, the audience loved it, everything, doing like press and all this stuff yeah. for the first time. And then going back to like the Mexican restaurant. And then uh, I was kind of just like, I don't know what my life is like, what's going on. And then as the movie was about to come out, like the trailer was coming on, people were like, oh my God, people love this trailer, like all this stuff. And they're like, Spielberg is going to watch it. And I was like, what? This is crazy. And yeah. and then he watched it and then he really liked it. He sent us an email. And then afterwards, the next week and his kids were coming over and he's like, can I get this movie again? Because the movie was not coming out for two months. Oh, so he got yeah. like a physical mm. film reel to his house mm-hmm. to like watch it. And then, you know, he sent that email then to be like, I would love to like show this to my family and everything. And I had just gone that email and then I went to the restaurant and had like the worst shift <laughs> ever. And I was like, what is happening? Like, I just wanted to like yell at this person and be like, Spielberg emailed me today. But it's like, doesn't matter. Like, you know what I mean? Because they're yeah, like, who are you? will be here. Yeah, Stop exactly. yelling at me. Yeah. It was just like this weird time period or whatever. But that's when I got my manager yeah, uh, yeah, at yeah. Sundance. And, yeah, yeah. and that was like, he was like a really good manager. And then we really, I started like thinking of this as a career mm-hmm. versus like, oh, I got a guest star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then so cool. after um, Safety Night Guaranteed, you just sort of. Yeah, started working a lot. So yeah. a lot of great films came out. Even like this past, like what one year, Goosebumps, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters, a yeah. huge film, and then yeah. Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. You know how was it being like 
on a huge production being with like one like probably the biggest film of the year with Deadpool yeah, how was that yeah. because Safety Not Guaranteed was like that's a very like much a, an indie, indie. movie yeah, it made it like four fair. million dollars yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that's the first time I looked at box office and stuff because I was so invested yeah and you hear like numbers and technically our movie cost like 750,000 mm-hmm. and it made four million which is like very yeah, good because yeah. most of these movies don't like I've been in many other movies that don't even come out yeah. they're not even clear and yeah. so I was like wow I don't even make a million dollars mm-hmm. yeah. and I was like wow and everyone in the movie was like this is a huge success and I remember being like no it's not yeah yeah, yeah. No one saw it. Yeah. Um, but then on Netflix and stuff, it like it got popular. But mm-hmm. then yeah, 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 this I had never been on like a big movie before. Um, and then Goosebumps, I actually am not really in it because I got cut. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. You got cut out. I got cut. I remember talking to you about it. Yeah, and you're like, I got I'm cut. In Goosebumps, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I got cut, but it was great because they were very nice to me and they put me in the credits, so I get all the residuals for That's it. That's good. Hey. So just and as Jack like Black a was thank nice. You. He was very nice. Yeah. Okay. That was basically an audition. I had audition for many studio movies. Yeah. It's impossible to get mm-hmm. into a studio movie. Yes. Is what I thought. It was like yeah. the one thing where I'm like, I'll never get to do this. And yeah. I was like, That's fine because I'm doing TV. I'm doing all this other yeah. stuff. I was like, I don't know how you do these movies. Like mm-hmm. it seems crazy. Yeah. And I auditioned for a test. I did like a studio screen test. Never done that before for one of the leads. Didn't get it. And then they felt they liked me enough that they were like, we're going to write you a part in this movie. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, great. I'm in this movie. And then, of course, it got cut like in the yeah. process, yeah, which yeah. is another thing that I like learned or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Deadpool was uh, like super secretive. I did not know what it was. Yeah. Um, what did they what was the code name? It's called Wham. Okay. Wham. I like yeah, that. Um, it's called Wham. Uh, and then all the sides, uh, the Deadpool's name was George or something like mm-hmm. that. So like, I had no idea like what it was. Yeah. Um, and I had just finished Other Space. Yeah. Uh, which is the Yahoo show where with we Paul sh- Feig, who Paul Feig. later directed Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah. Hey, us. <laughs> You're making me captain of my own ship. I think you're supposed to salute me. How'd my sister do? We're making her your second in command. I'm gonna make your life a living hell. And that show, it was the first time I played a lead in mm-hmm. anything, and it was like uh, excruciating schedule. We shot yeah. four days episode, yeah. which is like pretty That's bad. what we do for Wrecked. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's not it's ideal. Not ideal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, and the problem with that show was that there's no guest stars on it um, because you're in it's space with these seven people that are stuck in space. Yeah. yeah. So you're in every scene mm-hmm. and we literally worked 16 hours every day. Yeah. And then I was doing commercials at the same time and I used to shoot commercials on Saturdays and Sundays. Oh. Yeah. And so I was working consistently seven days a week. Great. Awesome. And that. on the commercials, I didn't get turnaround because it was a new job. Oh, so right, turnaround yeah. is basically when you get 12 hours before they can call you back. For the next yeah. day. Yeah. And on Fridays on our show, on Other Space, we would go till three in the morning because our call had been pushed so many times during the week and then I would have a 6 a.m. call to Fuck. go and shoot oh. commercials and I was Be just dead. burnt out completely yeah. and I finished this show like two months and I finished it and I put like everything in like heart and soul into yeah. it because I was like I've never played a lead like I took it very seriously yeah. and I'm like I want to like I'm grateful for this opportunity all this stuff but then I was like that's it and we finished like Thanksgiving and I'm like I'm not really going to work anymore because it's not really busy that time mm-hmm. and then my manager was like hey so you have an audition for this like Fox movie and then for Blunt Talk and, and yeah. then even he didn't know what this like Fox movie was and I was like I've never gotten a studio movie so I don't really care about this yeah. and I was like oh, but I know Patrick Stewart and I want to do the show yeah so I put all my effort into that and I just like went in for the Deadpool audition like not even knowing what it was the casting director decided to go to the bathroom for my audition oh. and she was like my assistant will just like record you or whatever so I was like they don't even care don't like even they care about, yeah. don't even care and I was like what am I doing here so I just like quickly did one take and then she's like do you want to try something else I'm like no thanks bye <laughs> <laughs> left because you were worried about the other show Blunt Talk uh, Blunt yeah because yeah, yeah. I had a call back for that later in Santa Monica and so yeah. I was like yeah, yeah I'm good thanks bye like and then when she like the casting director left I'm like she did they don't even really care yeah. or whatever so 
I left, and then like three months later, they were like, "Oh, you got dead." Three months later, wow. no callback, like nothing. What? And I signed a nine-year deal. I like signed a four-picture deal, <laughs> and like I was like, "Don't you want to meet me before you like make me sign this like huge contract?" Wait, wait, a nine-year deal with for four movies, yeah. Um, That's in in case they do make four movies. Yeah, like you are the character in. to be in like other. So now we're doing the second one mm-hmm. like next year, and so like that way, like the salary and everything's already negotiated mm-hmm. like for that or whatever. Um, and so basically, like I got a call. Like, anyways, I got a call. I was shooting Blunt. I got Blunt. I was shooting that. Like we're halfway through shooting it mm-hmm. uh, the next year, and then I got a call from manager. Like you have an offer for Deadpool, and I was like, you mean Daredevil? Because <laughs> I didn't even know what Deadpool <laughs> was. And like my manager's so dumb. Like he doesn't even know. Like what he doesn't even know superheroes. Yeah, yeah, and then I knew Netflix was doing like Daredevil, or whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. you mean Daredevil? And he was like, no, Deadpool. I'm like, I think you mean Daredevil. And he's like, no, it's a movie and yeah. all this stuff. And I was like, what? And then I was, my ego was inflated because I was like, wow, I got a direct offer or like yeah. a movie. And then they like were like, you can read the script before you decide if you want to do it. And then I looked at it and I was like, oh, I know what this is or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that just ended up being huge. Yeah, How is it yeah. being on set? I mean, like it looks so mad, but they, they kept saying like. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't that massive because it cost like $58 million. Yeah. And Which is seemingly Compared to what cheap. like a lot of these movies yeah, are like, cost, like 150 to 200 million yeah, to make. Like X-Men was shooting at the same time and yeah. um, it's the same studio and a mm. lot of the studio people didn't even come to our set oh, because they're wow. like we don't think this is gonna a lot of times money. that's the best though because it's, it is the best when it's yeah. hands-off you can make the movie you want to that's make. what Ryan told me he's yeah. like this is the best like studio movie experience you'll have he's like because there's no one here like mm-hmm. we're just doing whatever we want yeah and we shot over like I think only nine weeks and like X-Men shot like six wow. months what and like and one movie is better than the <laughs> other and one movie well, yeah. yeah yeah and like that cost like 225 and all stuff and like all the same producers produced both and they were sh- they were in montreal doing that and we were in vancouver like doing this like thing that literally felt like an independent movie yeah where yeah. there were just i mean with like nice trailers and everything was ryan like, fun to work with yeah he was amazing he wasn't was stressed like, out from having to be ripped and also no because like he's tried to make this for as of then six years yeah and he oh was God. like could not believe that this movie was getting made like, yeah he has been attached to it for 10 years and then six years the script has existed with the same writers and director. Oh, that's and crazy. has had like seven or eight false starts where mm-hmm. it was like, maybe it's going to happen. And the original budget was going to be like maybe a hundred. And then each time they'd be like, all right, what if you bring it another 10 million down? Cut uh, this action sequence, bring in another 5 million down, cut this action. Yeah. Sequence. And then basically they came to like this number 58 that the studio was like 58 million. They're like, okay, I guess we're fine with this number. Yeah. We and can take like, the hit if it yeah, doesn't do well. If it yeah. doesn't do well or whatever. And, so, but he just couldn't believe it. So he was just was over like, the moon the entire time. Everyone was. So it was yeah. like such a great experience because we would shoot a scene and they'd be like, oh, we shot that scene. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? We wrote that 38 yeah. years ago? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and so it was like really cool. Um, you know, and I was like, well, I can't even imagine like just being stuck with this yeah. thing for six years. And yeah. being like, it's good. The script was so good. And I'm yeah. like, why aren't they making it? Um, so he was just fully... Um, you know, on board, and you could see that even the marketing. I think that's what like the audience. That was hilarious. Do, that yeah, he they was did. So yeah. like motivated with the marketing and everything he because he cared so much. Yeah. yeah, like it's just you know not just like a paycheck for him or whatever. So yeah. he was like delightful. Like you were like one in the opening shots, right? What was it? Yeah, yeah beginning, was middle, yeah. and end. Yeah, you're there. And end. Yeah, 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 that's so exciting. Yeah. yeah. Woo. Uh, dope in the pool. Dead. Mm, nice. Smells good, no? Not the daffodil daydream. The girl. Ah, yes. Yeah, it was fu- it was really fun. Yeah. Um, 
but then Ghostbusters was like a hundred and forty million dollar movie, so like that was the first one where I really felt like, oh, this is like huge because they yeah. shoot like half a page a day, um, and like one scene over three days. Yeah, <laughs> it's oh, like man. you're like this, this is, is the a easiest snail's job. pace. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. you just have to say the like, today. Yeah, That's yeah, it for today. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what what year like, did um because Deadpool's like tr- like fight scene leaked. You weren't a part of that, no, because that was the they shot that during the six year period. At one point, they were people would read the script in the industry, mm. like many like big. I forgot like some of the names who like read it because the script would circle around, yeah, and they would keep being like, "This is the script that'll never get made," uh, or you know, the stupid yeah, thing yeah, that they yeah. always say, "It's too good to get made," yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then finally, the director of it, he has a video game company called yeah. Blur, mm-hmm. and they do like uh, a- action sequences for like superhero video games and yeah. stuff. And he was like, I'm just going to, in my free time, design part of the freeway action sequence to, like, show the studio out of, like... So the studio gave them, like, I think $25,000 or something. And then Ryan did the voiceover for it. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of, like, verbatim what ended up in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the studio was like, oh, this is great, but, yeah, we're not going to make it. And then (sighs) someone, I don't know, leaked it. (laughs) One (laughs) of the four people who worked on it (laughs) leaked it. And the internet kind of just caught fire. And they leaked it three years after they shot that sequence. They kept it to themselves. And then when that kind of came online, I think the studio got like harassed by people being yeah, like, yeah. what are you doing? And yeah. so then I think that really helped yeah. it also get. How was it like yeah. being in that car in that sequence working with Ryan? I mean, like, yeah. was he was he in the suit or yeah, was he it was a stunt the suit, guy? Like without the eye stuff. So you can make See eye contact eyes. with okay. him. And, like, oh, uh, so that all eye was like CGI and everything. Yeah, not it, in everything, but like for, I think my stuff, it was all like, so I could see him. Yeah, and yeah. some we would do like with the thing. And then we shot it like many times because we shot on an actual freeway mm-hmm. that we shot in a studio mm. that we shot separately when Colossus is there you have like yeah. special cameras to get yeah. the reflections and everything yeah. so I just like got a lot of practice and I was yeah. there for like three weeks and I shot like a bunch of times mm-hmm. I mean I was just very nervous I've never course. been in like a big movie I never worked with like a movie star yeah before. it's like high stakes yeah and it's like the first time where you're kind of like okay um, and you I feel like you're in the big leagues. Yeah, and yeah. like now, like I've done a few studio. I like, did two studio movies this year. I just it feels nice to have like that movie and like Ghostbusters and stuff because it just the people who are in the movie like have no, seen your work somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you have that problem too. Like yeah. where you kind of go like I've worked a lot, but like you wouldn't have seen it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean, like yeah. it's yeah. just like stuff that like has a cult following. Right, 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 right. And so it's like the but now like to have that credit, it's gonna be like oh everyone's kind of seen that. Where they're like <laughs> oh I know you from this. Yes, movie. exactly. Yeah, and you yeah. just feel like you're kind of a little bit more like deserving to, or I feel like deserving yeah. to be there because sometimes I'm like uh, I and that goes a long way it like does when, yeah like casting and all that stuff yeah people where they know can just name one thing that you've been in that like kind right. of people know what it, it is basically yeah. everyone's just trying to be at ease of course yes. if you're trying to get out of a movie they're like no but this guy was on Ghostbusters and they're like uh, okay, okay cool yeah, cool yeah, that's yeah. Good. yeah yeah they're like he didn't fuck that up yeah okay cool, cool, that's good well that's good yeah that's incredible just being in that in that environment and and just playing how was it like on set you know uh yeah. what was it was it like just tense was like oh budget we gotta get the scene we gotta um, go it didn't really go. feel like that to me at all although people kept being because i'm used to doing tv and yeah. like tv is like much worse, uh, much worse yeah. because we shoot like six seven pages a day so mm. they were like oh my god we have three pages three pages how today. do they do it yeah and i was just like okay yeah <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean and like they didn't know me at all and i like i'm always come prepared yeah and so like we every time we would shoot those scenes and stuff like i always knew my lines and yeah. i was willing to play and everything so I think once they saw that the first day they were like okay like we don't He's have to fine. worry about him yeah. we don't worry about all the other things that's whatever. really all it is is going yeah. on set and making sure that you're the person that they don't have to worry yes, about yes because yeah. like then they're like one less thing that we have you'll to you'll like, work forever yeah. if you have about that. If yeah, 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 yeah. producers yeah. later on go 
Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. You don't have to worry about and him. And let me cool. tell you, like, I think that I never thought that that was like a special quality or anything, like mm-hmm. being nice it is. and being prepared. Being nice but, and prepared. But like having, like, just uh, some movies that I did this year, like bigger movies and like actors uh, not coming out of the trailer and like all mm-hmm. of these things. And like, Ooh. and I was like, wow, this is like, a, there's a lot of problems. Being <laughs> difficult is yeah. like a big thing. Yeah. It's where, a thing. Where people go, yeah. like, they would much rather, like, I, I've heard this many times of, if there are two people who are equally talented and one, maybe one person's even more talented than the other person, but the person who's a little bit less talented yeah. is nice, yeah. easy to work with, and comes prepared, they'll hire that guy of course. 100% yeah. of the yeah. time. Yeah, at my film school, they really pushed, they were like, it doesn't matter how talented you are, yeah. if you're hard to work with, nobody, no one wants to hire you. And yeah. that's mm-hmm. true, like even when if I do a short film, I don't want to hire the guy. That's why he doesn't hire me. Yeah, it's like I don't want to hire. <laughs> I will not leave my trail. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hire like the the cinematographer that I can't talk yeah. to and work. Yeah. I don't want to hire the producer that I'm gonna bump. You want to be yeah. around people yeah. who are like you can work with. You. Paul, yeah, Paul Feig is like a big uh, like proponent of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he uses a lot of the same actors. Of again course, because they're delightful. To work yeah. With. yeah, and the same crew since like Bridesmaids and stuff. So. Like his set, like when you go on it, it's like, like family. It's the happiest place. Yeah, yeah. And his yeah. big thing is like he's like he's like he understands if you're doing drama and you're like a method actor, he respects that. That like it could be difficult yeah. because of that. But he's like, what we do, he's like, it's the best job. And there's yeah. no the reason to be an asshole if yeah. you're working on a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. What is it's wrong with you? It's honestly because like that's gonna translate into your work. Yeah. It literally negatively translates into your work. Right. So he's like, if you're not the happiest person to like be there, then like don't do this. Get out of here. I'm not gonna hire you. So Ghostbusters, you work with Paul Fig. Yes. And in that on that TV show, on right? The show, so yes. then he was um, like, Okay, I clearly know how this guy works, yeah, his work ethic. And then yeah. he brought you on. He brought me on, yeah. It was interesting. He I basically um I'm now like uh good friends and like we socially hang out like all the time, mm-hmm. which is kinda crazy. That's because awesome. I'm a huge fan of his. Yeah. Um and I um and so I did that show and basically the show was extremely difficult. Um yeah. logistics. Other space was tough. Very yeah. difficult. Yeah. And I think specifically for me and the other like second on the call sheet, like we really just over- overworked. And yeah. And he kind of noticed, I think he wasn't on the set a lot cause he got Ghostbusters the week we started filming. And he's like, Hey, something yeah. more important. So I got to do this thing. And yeah. so in the beginning he came to make sure like the wheels were turning and like everything yeah. was like, he was supposed to direct an episode and mm-hmm. then all like fell apart. Yeah. And I was kind of like, Oh, bummer. Like he's not even here, but he was ve- like, he would come and check in like once in yeah. a while, yeah. but he was watching the dailies and like all that stuff. And then mm-hmm. he noticed, you know, all that it was, it was good. And then everything uh and then we were like working hard and being nice yeah, and yeah. Uh, all that stuff and yeah. so then um you know i just socially hung out with him and would ask him about the movie never thinking that i was like because again i was like this is such a big thing yeah. and you were more hanging yeah. out with him like man that's crazy yeah you that you're doing ghostbusters yeah how's so that going cool. like yeah, yeah. not thinking that. but then also like i when i shot deadpool everyone was kind of like talking down on it like we're we don't have money and all this stuff so i was like based on my career like everything has kind of failed <laughs> oh, so man. i was just like oh i'm gonna be in this big super not big but like small superhero movie that no one will see like yeah. that was my mentality because yeah. the, the, ryan was like oh if this movie makes 200 million that'll be huge yeah. <laughs> and I remember being like that's not like a lot of money yeah. <laughs> we're being like I guess I'll be in the 200 million X-Men movie like yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean yeah. and I was yeah. like that's fine like I'm used to I wasn't thinking that I'm in this franchise or anything mm-hmm. and then so, it goes on to make 700 I mean, million no 782 782 million but he based but anyways he um he called me like a week before I had to be up there in Boston mm. and basically what he does is um his big one of his other big philosophies is he doesn't like wasting any time on screen um with l- local hires mm-hmm. he even if it's like one line he likes to get someone 
who he likes and whose yeah. work he likes to even Understandable. Up the thing because yeah. you know the studio will normally be like just hire someone from Boston like to say this one line like, he's like no because no, it's like a waste of the screen space mm-hmm. or whatever so so there was the part in the movie I had no lines <laughs> I did not know that all I was told was that hey you're gonna be up there for three weeks and I was like that's a long time because yeah. I did all of Deadpool in three weeks and I didn't realize this movie was shooting for like almost five months <laughs> yeah. I was like oh three weeks is like a big part and like mm-hmm. all stuff and they were like, you can't see the script because the Sony hack had happened and they were just very like scared about all that. Mm-hmm. They're like, you'll get to see the script once you get there during your costume fitting. And so I don't even know what I'm doing. And my, my reps were like really excited. They're like, oh my God, you're on like Ghostbusters. And everything. You're the lead of Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, you're wig ready. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I get up there. Finally, like I get this script um, yeah. and I don't even know what the name of my character is. I don't like have any name. I have like nothing. Yeah. And then I just like looked at the thing and it's basically in the movie like Melissa keeps get getting this like food order wrong and like she yells at this like guy and that's yeah. it and he never responds back. And so I was like, Oh, I'm background for in three this movie weeks. For three weeks. Yeah. And I was like, I had a moment where I was like, fuck. <laughs> and then also I was like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I'm here. I'll get to meet Melissa. I'll get yeah. to meet Kristen. Yeah. It's just nice that Paul considered me or whatever. And so I get there and I didn't realize because when we did other space, we didn't really have a lot of time and mm-hmm. we would ad lib and stuff, mm-hmm. but it was still pretty much like, hey, this is the script. Like we need to shoot this scene in three hours. Right. It's like four pages long. Right. We got there and we just sat down and like we didn't block anything. And he's like, all right, let's like riff. Let's like play. And I was like, oh, I get to say things. He's like, yeah, that's why you're here. <laughs> yeah. And so I like, made up a character name. I did all this stuff. And yeah. like, so it was just me, Kristen, Melissa, and Paul. And we were just like, oh, how can we make this like better than it is like in the script and everything? Yeah. And we made this like dynamic and mm-hmm. stuff. And then we shot it and it was like really fun. But yeah. then I was like, I don't know if this is going to make it in because I was thinking of like goosebumps and all that stuff. And then luckily the character tested well. And so they ended up Keeping adding it. me in more scenes and like do all this like stuff later. Mm-hmm. But but it ended up being like really collaborative, super fun. And it was the first time in a movie that every line in my movie I've improvised. Like I not fun, was like right? a script. Okay. So when I went to the premiere, like I was just like, I honestly don't know. <laughs> don't what remember. Because we shot yeah. like so many versions yeah. of like me being weird with Kristen and with Melissa and with like yeah. all this, with Kate and like all these people. And I was like, I don't know what it's gonna be. Yeah. Now all three of them are so oh fucking good. I worked with oh Kate before. God. She's yes. fantastic. Yeah, my favorite person. I have yes. almost got a movie with Melissa McCarthy, so I had a table read with her twice. Oh, awesome. Which movie? Uh, Life of the Party? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get it. But it's okay. You were there. I was there. You were there. My good friend Jimmy got it. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He's hilarious. Yeah. But um, what I'm the the point I'm bringing up is that all of these the, these women are so fucking good. Yeah. And then there's such a backlash about. Yes. You can't have three chicks in it. Like, but yeah. You know, these idiots yeah. are like these. They don't realize how fucking funny these. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter what gender they are. Yeah. They're so fucking yeah. good. It yeah. was like really disturbing <laughs> when all of that unfolded. Yeah, and like, like where's this coming from? Yeah. So I shot that year when I shot those two movies. I was kind of like, oh wow, like next year I'm gonna be in Ghostbusters and Deadpool. Like, I didn't yeah. like think of that because yeah. I was like, no one's gonna see that. Yeah. You're like, I'm having um, a slow year, guys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but like Deadpool, it was almost like a lot of people who went to see Deadpool like ten times. Yeah. Hate, like were the ones who bashed like Ghostbusters yeah. without seeing it and i would get that on twitter like a lot of that stuff like why are you in this feminist piece of trash mm-hmm. <laughs> and like all this stuff and it was a little like weird because i'm like all these people who like i, I love that they supported this one movie like just destroyed this movie before it even came oh, out wow like i mean so you were on both so sides much, of yeah it. i was weirdly like on both sides and they were like really upset so they're like, like ghostbusters like, should be more like deadpool and you're like i'm in both yeah <laughs> exactly 
<laughs> but it was just interesting to be like, oh wow, like one side of the internet really helped like one movie, and then the other side really tried to tear it down. You know, I just and it was disgusting the way they yeah, they it was came really gross, it. and it just never ended, and it yeah. and it really sucks because I mean specifically for Kate and Leslie, like they'll be fine, they're going to be great, like yeah. they'll have long careers, but like. If we got Ghostbusters yeah. as a direct offer and you're like, you're going to be a Ghostbuster, it's such a huge like thing. Yeah. And then, you know, you're so positive and then like you're making it and no one's even seen it and they're already like Shitting destroying on it. it. And it's just, you know, it's just, it sucks because like it, it was such a cool, it should be an amazing moment, like, especially for Leslie, like all the stuff, the racist stuff that yeah. she's Jesus everything. Christ, this shit that they threw it's at like, her. It's like, this should be like, this should be like the happiest like year of, of her your career. Life. And yeah. she's worked, I mean, she's like she's gone to been stand up for, for like 20 time. plus her years. Her and Paul used to stand up together. That's crazy. <laughs> what? <laughs> the same clubs and like the span of like, and you know, now they're, he offered her, I mean, it's just like this full circle moment. You yeah. know what I mean? And then just to like get hacked and like all this stuff. And also like, I mean, I completely, and Paul completely gets like, if you see the movie and don't like it, but like to judge it without seeing it so harshly is like unfair. But then also I think the other thing is like, it was a personal attack. Men men, men are just trash, man. (laughs) Garbage. Dudes on the internet, anonymous, the worst people in the world. But like it almost made me really disappointed because like Suicide Squad came out like a little bit after and it had like 11% Rotten Tomatoes. And like the big thing was like representation of women was, I heard pretty bad in that movie. I didn't see it. But like this movie, like it was one of those things it's like none of these girls are sexed up like yeah. they're in like jumpsuits yeah, yeah. like they're and they're scientists funny. and yeah. they're just getting to be funny and the the fact that 2016 people can't deal with that it's like just really sad but at the same time you're like i guess trump has gone this far who yeah. are the people who are supporting him That's, and it's just like disturbing yeah. and it was just part of being this thing where i'm like i didn't even think i don't even think the studio no one thought that like people would be like this appalled yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. unbelievable like they were just like and, and you never comments. really know yeah like, you think that Pitching something at a network like uh, being like at a studio saying, "Hey, you know this thing Ghostbusters everybody mm-hmm. likes. We're not gonna make a direct yeah. reboot because fucking just roll your eyes. Everybody's yeah. doing that. Yeah. So you would want to make like, oh, let's do like a little bit of a unique twist on it so people find it a little interesting. Yeah. Putting an all female cast and then everybody on the original Ghostbusters was okay with that. Yeah. yeah. So you would think. Yeah, the, well, the it big would be thing fine. they were upset about the reboot, but like the big thing, the history behind the project is that Bill Murray has said um, publicly and privately that he will never play that character again. Mm-hmm. So the studio had a different script that was written yeah. by these two guys who wrote on The Office that was Ghostbusters three, yeah. where Bill and um, Harold was gone at that time, and then uh, Ernie and Dan like hand over the proton packs, like a new generation yeah. of like dudes. And Bill was, and they would keep going back to him with like more money and more things. And he was like, I just never want to play this character again. Like he was just done. And yeah. he was yeah. like, I'm going to do other stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so then the only option, even I think before Paul got there, was like, we need to reboot it because the only way he will be in it if he's if he plays a new character. Mm. And then the, uh, the big dichotomy was like, should we make a Ghostbusters 3 without Bill in it? Then the fans, I assume, would hate that. Oh right. Yeah. So it, the big thing was like, well, we'll have Bill and everyone in it. But the only way he wants to do it, and I completely understand he doesn't want to play that character again, he's done. Like, yeah, yeah. I get it. Um, and so then they were like, oh, we can have him in it and have the original cast, but then also have this like new story and yeah. everything. And that's kind of what, and that's why no you know, director wanted to touch it, whatever. And then Paul was like, all right, let's just make it as kind of far from the original mm-hmm. in like the way it looks and everything. Yeah. So that like you've still preserved those movies. And this is just like a 2016 a yeah. take on it. And yeah. that way, if you have women, you're less comparing them to, because if it's an all male cast and it's like, who's the Bill Murray in this right, one? Like, you know what right, I mean? And it just right. becomes like more yeah. so mm-hmm. like a comparison. 
And of course, like who knew? Like <laughs> they were appalled by that. <laughs> this should have been the trailer. Yeah. You explaining this. <laughs> Explain like, the situation. Bill Murray didn't want to do this, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, and I know. And it's 2016 all, yeah. men are still trash. No, Make that that's going to be forever. I yeah. Know. I mean, it's it's kind of like I'm. Yeah, it makes me nervous about uh, we're doing this before the election, but it makes me a little bit nervous because it's like after seeing that movie the reaction to that movie I'm like there's a lot of people who like have these hateful feelings like in their heart, like, in their they, heart. and it's so weird misogyny runs deep yeah in, in and yeah. also it's like sh- it, what happened to Leslie's purely racism oh, no none of the other three girls got hacked no. no none of them and so if they really just hate it because it's women then why didn't you hack Melissa and Kristen and all these people and like what happened it's just so unfair the race yeah it was, it was like, honestly like directly dis- at her for no fucking for no, reason and it's just I mean out of all four like she's the one who this is the biggest thing that's happened yeah. this year. Whole life for I know, this. and it just—it's really upsetting. And honestly, everyone who made the because the other thing was like, oh, it's a cash grab and like all this stuff. And Paul's big defense—he's like, any studio movie, any project is a cash grab. Yeah. No yeah. one's making something for it to break even. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So first of all, that's not argument. No. Yeah, so the yeah. second thing is like, it really was made with like love for yeah. like the project yeah. and like. Hopefully, maybe like in a few years, when people like calm down, they'll see the movie. They can judge they it for will. what it is. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Versus yeah, yeah. like this whole thing or whatever. It just got out of hand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, crazy. So yeah, now this year you you finish shooting. Um, you know the uh, what office was Christmas office party? party. Yeah, 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 and then yeah. office Christmas party. That's uh, like a that everybody's like a in that movie. Yeah. Jason Bateman's it's in that. T.J. Miller's Bateman, from yeah. Deadpool is Deadpool, also in there. Kate uh, McKinnon's in that. Olivia Munn, Jillian Bell, Rob Corddry. This is like a this is like the all star game of comedy. Yeah. You're having a Christmas party tonight? Oh, it's not a Christmas party. Mm. It's a non-denominational holiday mixer. More inclusive. Well, whatever you call it, it's not happening. All right. It's canceled. Hey, idiot. I'm looking right at you. Okay. We're not doing it. We'll still do it. Yeah. And I had to fight to get it. Let me tell you. Really? <laughs> yes, because when I, I I play like one of the lead characters mm-hmm. in it, and mm-hmm. I'd never been in one of the leads in like a studio movie. Yeah. Um. And um. The before I got on the project, Kate and Jennifer Aniston and Jason and TJ were the original four. Yeah. That were offered it, and mm-hmm. they were in it, and then that's a great cast already. Amazing. And so they were filling it up with like uh, Jillian Bell and. And all these like other people who are very very funny who were gonna fill up like the rest of the parts and then my Vanessa Bears and then, like all these people and oh all she's c- so great I did Bonnaroo oh she, she's so she's funny. she's amazing yeah so funny yeah. um we kind of play like love interest in it we yeah. have, like a lot of awkward chemistry <laughs> uh, hopefully um and so but basically my character is one of the only ones that they were gonna look at as auditions because mm-hmm. everyone else got like a direct yeah offer. of course or I think maybe they even made a direct offer and like it didn't work out or something always making Karen work for it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and so I kind of went into it just they were like you know it's a long shot but <laughs> we'll try and yeah. you're like are you gonna go to the bathroom while yeah, I audition? Exactly, yeah, yeah yeah and so i did that and like i had to like kind of convince them a little bit and which is fine you know yeah, 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 yeah. then you feel better when you like get to the set but it was mm-hmm. definitely one of those it was cool to be like from there from the first day of filming to the last day of filming of course. and not just like pop in for three scenes and get and, to like, see the whole art yeah, of it but also with those people and it was just all yeah it was amazing it was really cool yeah that's so much fun that's gonna, yeah. okay so um last few things how was it like, okay, so, you know, your folks, they were a little skeptical, but then, you know, like, Safety Not Guarantee comes out, then Deadpool yeah. comes out, and they were, like, I'm assuming at these premieres. Just losing yeah, their yeah, minds. Yeah. yeah, and just seeing yeah. these, like, huge Yeah, they films. were really, like, I'm always been really lucky. They've always been really supportive, but just, like, worried parents. Yeah, of course. Just, like, of course. Normal, Understandable. But not, like, negative worried, like, don't you do this. Yeah, don't yeah. You do Ghostbusters. Um, you yeah. know how I feel about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're really, really supportive. Like, um, they, a lot of times, like, don't know, like, uh, what, uh, how big the thing is because they don't yeah. understand the difference between yeah. like this or that or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then when it comes 
comes out, like they'll always go and like see it multiple times in the theater and stuff. Yeah. But the Office Christmas story we shot in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and my parents live outside of Atlanta, so they oh, okay. It's the first time they visited like the set of like a big movie and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I have one funny story from it. Oh, let's um, hear it. Let's, yeah. So it's like this movie takes place basically it's just one party, so like you're kind of in every scene, mm-hmm. and so I was just working basically four or five days a week uh, yeah. for like eight weeks, and so. Um, you know, I told them, come whichever day you want. Just let me know and I'll have you come second half of lunch. You'll have lunch, meet everyone, and then you can watch like a little bit if you want or whatever. Yeah. So they pick like a random like Monday, Tuesday to come. And the party like gets crazy and crazy as the movie goes on. So yeah. like, they, they've designed it as like four like levels. Okay. And each level the set like, because by the end of the movie, we kind of like the office kind of burns. Yeah, you down trash and, like, the whole thing. So, yeah. so they would redress it and everything. So we were shooting something before lunch that was just like the beginning of the party. And then after lunch, they were going to reset for like stage four. It's like really crazy. Yeah. And there's like a bit in the movie where there's a 3D printer and it's in my character's office mm-hmm. and these people get really drunk and they're scanning their junk on yeah, the 3D yeah, printer yeah. and yeah. printing like phallic penises, <laughs> yeah. like plastic phallic penises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just hundreds on the floor of like my office set or whatever. So I'm just like walking them around, like look at this, like two sound stages and like all this stuff. And I was like, look, I don't have a cubicle, like got a physical office. And it's like, oh, what's the door? They're just like, yeah. They're like, yeah, and like literally, my mom like she picked one up, and I was just like, the image is like seared in my mind because they're like multicolored. She was like, like, is this what you do? No, no, she didn't even know what it was. And my dad was like, put that down. Oh (laughs) my god! And then she like he whispered in her ear, and then she just like turned to me and she's like. Just tell me now, what kind of movie is this? Oh. And this is after, like, we've just seen, like, Jennifer Aniston at lunch. I'm like, Mom, you think Jennifer Aniston's doing a porno? And they built a soundstage <laughs> for like, it? Like, what kind of budget do you yeah, think pornos exactly. have? That they're using three soundstages. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And they, But they just um, don't like violence and, like, sex scenes and stuff. So, like, Deadpool, like, they, they saw it, like, twice. They're like, support. I can't do this. But, but and they, So, they luckily, like, like my scenes because it was, like, PG. But mm-hmm. they were, like, a little bit like, you know, don't do another one like that. I'm like, yeah. we would be lucky to do another one like yeah. that. But then, like, this all goes for, like, multiple times and they were like oh this is great we took all our friends and our neighbors it's mm-hmm. great it's like peachy and then i didn't tell them that this was rated like hard r oh. and they were like oh it's a christmas movie how sweet <laughs> <laughs> and i was like uh-huh no slutty elves in this one oh, um man. and then that was the first time they came there and they were like is this one of those again and i was like, like it is yeah that's. do you have family in india that, that I, I mean obviously they've seen these movies yes the, both those movies came out in india which was a big kind of thing yeah. too, because uh, everything else i've been in like it doesn't really come no. out there yeah are and they so, were they so fucking pumped like yeah, deadpool really and when excited. i went to india it was a huge thing there they, which i was shocked i didn't even think it was gonna indian come out there for that movie i didn't even think it was gonna come out there because it's not indian right? in sentimentality at all and i'm like this movie's never gonna get cleared to come out there crushed yeah Every, yeah. The most superhero shirts that I saw in India yeah. were all dead. It's a huge later. thing there. Gigantic. Yeah, it's really crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if they saw it legally. A lot of people that I met there sure they did. pirated that because shit. Because they had a censored version that came there. Oh, right. Probably, and, probably, yeah, probably, yeah. And, but yeah. And then this Office of Story is coming out the same day in India, too, which is oh, cool. Like shit. Okay, that's exciting. So now, like, those cool kids are just like, you're like, oh, yeah. oh, you yeah. don't even need to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's like, awesome. We want to have lunch with him. Yeah. yeah. So what would, like, be, like, your advice? to like kids that especially like brown kids that want to get into like acting because you know? it's and hard enough right for yeah. uh, kids like me who I grew up here yeah. mm-hmm. and then to break into the industry yeah. growing up here yeah. it's even harder yeah. statistically yeah. for someone that didn't even grow up here oh, yeah. to come in it's I mean, almost, if my, if almost my parents, impossible I mean it's just I'm so grateful to them because if they hadn't even moved out here and applied for a green card and had that job yeah. I literally can't work 
Like no. I would, I can't. Work You'd on have a an visa. ET body in yeah. Delhi right now. Yeah, doing like some it's sort like, of desk yeah. job. I mean, if and it was like they moved when we were eighteen. We applied like green card process takes like a few years. Yeah. I had to get it before I was twenty one. Otherwise, I'm not a dependent anymore. Yeah. So like, all that stuff to me is also like very real. Where I'm like, oh, I could have been like a year or a month away from literally because I have so many friends who are international students who can't get artist visa because mm. the artist visa, you have to show that you're making like a certain amount of money. Who's oh, going <laughs> to, I can't get a TV series without a visa. And I can't show that I have a lot of money with, without you know a what I mean, it's yeah. just such a catch yeah. 22. So that's like a, you know, crazy, scary thing. But yeah. I would just say like, don't think about any of the logistical stuff and just kind of try it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, because I believe I'm very lucky. Like, I don't think I necessarily, Oh yeah, same like, there's a lot of luck involved, or anything. Yeah. Like, like you have to have the right amount of talent and timing also is very important. Yeah. yeah. And then I there mean, is just like the luck of a certain thing coming at a certain time and then yeah. you being prepared to go get it. Yeah. I would, yeah, I would say like try it out and then I, and then just do it. I don't even know like how many years you tried for. I think it's each his own. Like, yeah, I don't honestly, know. Cause you could is. be one year away from getting, or you could be like 10 years away from getting yeah. nothing. And like, yeah. I think it's just, you have to come and try it. But I think, um, it's moving in the right direction. Yes, it don't is. you feel? Yeah, absolutely. Like it is moving. I mean, it, the Where diversity. Two thing, of us can work. Yeah, it's definitely moving in the right. <laughs> I direction. I know it's yeah, crazy, yeah. but like it's still uh, like far, like a long way yeah. to go. Yeah. But like at least it's. I always think of like the people before us who were like brown actors who were literally they every single even get every anything. single time I've done a thing and I talked to uh, brown actors before I moved here and they'd yeah. be like. Yeah, I can't really do anything because everything that I had to do was like terrorist. Yeah, yeah. And so like now I can't audition for anything normal like what you did or like what I'm doing yeah. on Rec yeah, because yeah. casting directors just flip over your sheet they and They don't like, even look at it. Oh, yeah. you've been, you've blown yourself up in 12 yeah, movies. Yeah. Why the yeah. fuck would we have you as... Yeah just the best friend yeah. in an office. So yeah. now we're in a place where... Where it's like, at least we're the best friend now. <laughs> that's what I was saying. I was like, the best yeah. we can hope for is like a good best friend part at this yeah. point. And then yeah. maybe yeah. later and then maybe on... Maybe you get something else. Yeah. yeah. And and that's fine, too. That's fine. Like, the best totally. friends are more fun characters. Best friends are the funniest because like, we have less pressure. You get pressure. all the jokes. You get and every single like joke. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. and I think TVs, that's why it's great because you can yeah. have like a full arc and mm-hmm. everything if you get even a second or third person on the call sheet. Yeah. But that's our other space. Like, I cried when I got it because mentally I had accepted that I was never going to be first on the call sheet. Yeah. On a thing that was a non-Indian thing. Yeah. Where it's, like, it's one thing if it was like an Indian project where it's like set in India or something like that. And right. I'm like, oh, I guess I could maybe do that. But I was literally like, when I auditioned for that show and the thing they brought me in was for the lead and the lead had a sibling. And I was like, there's no way it's going to be two brown people. It's not going to be a brother, sister that are like brown on a show. It makes no, like they will never do it. That's I didn't create, that I didn't like, it's not my show or whatever. And so I specifically, I love the script. And I told my manager, I was like, call the casting director and tell her I'm not coming in for this. I'm coming in for the two friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like two like other like weirdo characters. And yeah. I was like, I'll be great for those. And he called her and she was like, no, he's perfect for this. So she's wow. like, he's going to come in for this. Allison Jones, the best. Allison Jones um, is the best She's castle. like the yeah. best. And so I went in like so insecure into the process. And then when I had the call back and everything with Paul Feig, I literally was like, I'm not going to get this. And then he didn't even think about it. And so then once I got cast, he was like, yeah, I guess we have to explain that your sister is like, like not because he didn't end up casting someone brown for that. Yeah, he yeah. cast whoever he thought was like right for the role. Yeah. And he's like, I don't really care. He was like, this show set hundred years in the future. It's like he's like, everyone's had sex with everyone. Yeah, he's like, like you had biracial parents. Fuck it. And yeah. I, and it was such an easy like band-aid that he ripped off. And in my mind, at the table read, even I was like freaking I'm out. gonna get fired. Cause I sa- saw the cast and she was sitting next to me. I'm like, we don't look alike. And there was like She's white. She's <laughs> completely white. Yeah. And I was like, we don't look alike. And like, how did why am I in the front of the table? Like I just was so insecure about everything. And then afterwards 
He was like, yeah, I looked at that. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't really care. <laughs> he was like, because you're all right for the part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like such a thing. And I told, I wrote him a letter and kind of like told him like, I really appreciate it because I never thought it was yeah. going to happen. And I was mentally like, fine. I was like, I'll be second for the rest of my career, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was like, I'll never get a chance to be first. But it's slowly, slowly. It's slowly changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. It's heartbreaking too to, you know, but it's, it's good at the same time. It's, yeah. It's a we'll have to step. just make those movies ourselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that's what yeah. I feel like, you know, we, yeah. we, we need. That's why we have the digital space for that, you yeah. know? It's interesting too because like uh, Paul, like when they were doing Bridesmaids a few years ago and before that was coming out, he was like, no studio would green light any movies with women um, as an all-female cast, which is crazy because it didn't come out that long ago. Yeah, yeah. it was 2011, and he was 2012. Like, Paul was like editing the movie, and he said people would come to him like writer friends of his, and they're like, "I just want to do a studio pitch movie," and they all said, "We'll see how Bridesmaids does." Uh. And not, and it's crazy because now it's changed. Like Melissa has this amazing career oh, and everything. Yeah. But he said that like they told him literally they were like, "This everything is writing on this movie." Yes. So he would yeah. have like female writer friends, and everyone would be like, "Hey, I hope this movie is good." And that's crazy. Yeah. So, so like pressure. it all rides on, on like one thing. Yes, and yeah. then what's crazy is now four or five years have gone by. Melissa's a big movie star, Kristen, like all and these all people. Of them, yeah. Yeah. But they were doing the junket for Ghostbusters, and the question is still, are women funny? <laughs> you know what Jesus. I mean? And so you just kind of be like, oh, we have a long way to go for everything. For everybody. Yeah, <laughs> it's not yeah. just brown So you kind of just yeah. have to just keep working and just, I get it's so unfair, but you yeah. just keep working and you just kind of go like, we're just going to keep being good in things. Yeah. Yeah. And then hopefully one day you'll be like, this person deserves like yeah. something It's kind of like, like that George Lucas produced that one film, um, it was like back in 2012, 2011. It was about like the uh, the th- this black platoon of uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. World Red War Tales Two, like Red that. Tails. Yes, yes, and yes, he yes, was yes, on yes. John Stewart's show, and he was like, "If this, because ca- he's like, it's a cast of all, it's a black cast yes. with a high budget, like some." And he was like, "It's a high number." He was like, "If this doesn't perform, he was like, no, Hollywood will they not." Won't make it, and he was yeah. like, "Everything's kind of riding on this," and yeah. that. It's movie tanked so hard. and it's it tanked crazy. and it you yeah. know it's crazy but uh but i'm sure there's m- more things coming up in the in the world it's crazy and, that yeah. it's literally experiment by experiment because that's how the industry works they're like if you're gonna make this thing what example of this can you show me that has been successful before yeah so if you're making the example that's yeah. a lot of pressure. a lot of pressure a lot of things are, yeah. are riding on it yeah, <laughs> but you're riding the wave man but you're yeah. doing it yeah. hey man thank you so thank much you. for coming oh by gosh. and yes. hanging out with us Thanks. and sharing so much man of course we really appreciate it yeah. of course thanks for having me um i watched two episodes <gasps> of this one no way oh yeah I watched with um hassan mm-hmm. yeah. i watched with uh fahim oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, oh thank gosh. you so and much. It was cool because their stories were so different. Yeah. And, like, I don't do stand-up, so for me, it's always fascinating to, like, because that's the struggle of the stand-up. Of the world. Yeah. It's, like, so crazy. Like, I can't do that, <laughs> that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it seems depressing as fuck. You know, I did improv, which is, like, a more positive community. Yeah. Because, like, you're in a group together. I did a show yes, uh, yesterday at, at UCB, and uh, there were some, like, improv people in the audience, and I was just, like, because I did improv, too, when I was in Chicago for a long time, and I did yeah. it for, like, I did it for like the three years I was out there and then like two when I was out here. But mm. that whole time I was doing stand-up too. And stand-up was making me money. Yeah. So that obviously I was took precedent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, precedent. But, and then I just stopped because you just have to pick one after a while. Yes, you can't yes. be great at it, at multiple things. Yeah, also stand-up is like a full-time. It's a full-time job. gig. Right. Yeah. So then I was doing stand-up and I was just like looking at them and there's a glow that improvisers have yes. in their face that they don't even realize that no, they have yeah. because but they're constantly there. surrounded by like their Supported, friends yeah. and love their, yes. it's literally therapy like they yes. have support around them all the time yeah. oh. and i was just joking at, at like oh man you guys are so happy because you guys have you guys don't know what failure is like <laughs> you guys don't know what it really is like it's true when you fail at improv like when i did it for a long time when you fail at improv 
when you leave, there's four people, five yeah. people and being like, like, we could have fixed like, that. We could have fixed that, but like, we're good. Let's go to Let's go have a drink. Yeah, yeah. Let's go to Burns. Stand up, you fail, you go, you sit in your car, and then you look at yourself in the rear view mirror, and you're like, what the fuck am I doing yeah. with my life? Yeah. And that lasts until you have a good set. Oof. Yeah, but I forgot I forgot which one of those two said it, but the Russell Peters saying how they had never seen a brown stand-up before. And I didn't oh, yeah. think Hassan, of that. Yeah, Hassan, right. yeah Hassan, and I was yeah. like listening to them because I was like, I mean, for me, it was a Cal Ben, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, same oh, here here's when like that one came actor out. Yeah. or whatever. But I didn't even look at stand-up or anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, like that is really crazy that in such a short time, like there's so many now. Yeah. You know what I mean? But also that... There was just one. <laughs> There's literally just one. I mean, that was which, 10, by the way, 11 you know, years ago. Did you know that he initially uh, was mad that some because he got huge off the internet? Somebody yes. ripped his special. I remember special. my parents showed yeah. me his stuff, being like, he initially was furious. Oh yeah, yeah. That somebody stole his shit because he came from the mindset of like, they're taking money away from me. Yeah. Right. So right, he was like, right, these pieces right. of shit. Because right. this is like. It was so long ago, like when Napster was like so thick. Yeah, like, I yeah. downloaded it off like LimeWire. LimeWire. Yeah. So, but then like, a, like a month or two later, he was just like going oh. to Dubai, making like one hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars to do yeah. that. Yeah. So now he's like, if I ever meet the guy, he still doesn't know who did it. Yeah. So he's yeah. like, if I met the guy, I would write him a check for like yeah. twenty million dollars. Yeah, that's, that's what I feel like. Even as advice, like to people, I'm like, just do things for. You have to do it for free. You have to. And then like. Even then, there's always levels like, I mean, this is a lot of information, but when I was negotiating, now you get to negotiate a little bit yeah. more than just get paid yeah. scale. Right. Um, so when you're negotiating for like movies and stuff, I mean, uh, I'm repped by a lot of the same agency that reps like a lot of actors mm-hmm. in Office Christmas Party. Yeah. yeah. the first time I was on the lead. So I was like, all right, like, let's see if I can make up some money yeah. more than yeah. like, what I was making. And they still like put you down or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you kind of just have to go like, it's fine because you just keep doing it. And then like, I if you, I think money is like something you shouldn't think about. I mean, it yeah. sounds difficult when you're starting. And you get to like, a point where it becomes undeniable. If you work this steadily as you are, yeah. you get to a point where they're like, we have to pay you yeah, more because exactly. and it's just, there's, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's yeah. just, I think the people who are motivated by doing things for like money and stuff. Yeah. It always not, fails yeah. because they don't take the right projects. What they'll exactly. do is sometimes yeah. the projects that offer the most money, you know, aren't going to, do yeah. well and it's the things that are risky like safety not guaranteed deadpool yeah. it's the riskier things in in their areas yeah. that have a little bit more leeway yeah and those end up being like the bigger yeah yeah, yeah. i mean and if you told me like even a few years like on my first show 2013 and i that's when i quit my job after i got just a pilot yeah like, oh, this is more money i've made in my yeah. entire career right yeah. <laughs> to yeah. this and point doing one episode of the show right and but even then if you told me that i was making what i'm making this year or something i'd be like what like, yeah but you lose perspective sometimes because like it's all these voices like how much did this one make on this movie or something yeah. and you always have to just be like don't think about money like at any point just me think, think about, about it like, like as long as you're yeah. consistently working and people and you're proud of like the work you're doing yeah, and people and, know like, you like, and yeah, employ yeah, you yeah that's the best you can hope for especially honestly. yeah like uh, coming up in film you're just used all the time yeah. and like when i was in school i was like i'm gonna work for free because i have the resources right. but then like and then you get to a point where you're like, oh, shit, I got people are just taking advantage of me. I got yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my bills to pay, and then yeah, the, yeah. and then like when you work for free, especially in film, like you're expecting to, the quality will be free. Like when you look yeah. at something, you're like, yeah, this yeah, was yeah. no money was. Yeah, so yeah. then, but then like the clients will be like, nah, you got to make this change and this change, and I'm like, bro, I got to remind them like I'm working for free. Yeah. So whatever I give you, yeah. that's it. Take it for face value. Yeah. I'm not going yeah. back on your notes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But like. At the same time, a lot of advice I ha- always have to give is like, if you're if you don't want to do something, for, if like if you're not going to do it for free anyway, 
then then it might not be something that you should really be looking into because right. then you know like acting you're like i'll i do acting because i love it i right. do film because yeah. i love it right. right and i do comedy and because and i love honestly it. don't know the thing that is going to get you another job like i've yeah. gotten jobs off of doing like free web series oh, like yeah. somebody saw it and oh, they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. or like a youtube yeah. video yeah. that i've done and they're like yeah. oh yeah we want to bring you in for this job or yeah, it's yeah. random stand-up shows totally. for free yeah um or like an indie movie like even like i got a thing off of uh somebody saw it G and T, the movie that we did oh, together. Oh, awesome! Which yeah. you're great in. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Likewise, and um, uh, yeah, no, I believe that a hundred percent. Yeah, it's just you just have yeah. to keep putting shit out, and yeah. then the so you can get as many people to know that you are working. Yeah, yeah, as possible. Yeah. As long as you're busy. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. Okay, we'll leave on that note. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much right, for coming by. Yes, thank you. thank you. Appreciate. Oof. This guy cannot stop working. He's taking all. I feel like he's taking your roles, man. No, no, he's no? not. He's okay. not. I, I, I know a lot of people say that, you know, only that, but that's some real crabs in the bucket mm-hmm. bullshit that okay. there can only be one. All There's right. enough work for everybody. All brown actors and, and uh, comedians. We're all be. We're all gonna be fine. Okay. And what you know, we've even worked together on oh, a movie. No like way. I was saying at the end, we worked on a movie together and. Uh, and so, yeah, we're gonna be all right. We're That's working. gonna be exciting, man. It was a great episode. It was long, and, and it, it, he hit he's a lot. With everybody, he's worked with every big, like one of the biggest names in the industry. It's big a, year for 2016. Oh my, huge! 2016 year for- was like either the worst year for everybody or like the best year for everybody. Yeah. So, uh, we we've met with like a lot of people on the podcast on our past previous episodes. Yes. Like our first episode, Just Train, he had a wild year. Yeah. Um, Yusuf Erekat on Fusi's episode, he had a wild year. Yeah. So every, uh, you know, it's. Uh, some in Hajj so mm-hmm. like go back and check out our go back old... and check out like our last episode was uh, Timothy Delegato yeah watch that one that was so good yeah he's and... been in the game for so long yeah and so just you know we have a good library of great episodes so if you aren't caught up get caught up for sure yes thank you for watching shout out to our only sole producer Sumer <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, <laughs> we love you so much yeah. uh, thank you guys Thank we'll you. see you guys next week. Don't forget to subscribe and share this. Come because on. Because if you're not sharing this and subscribing, then you don't give a shit about humanity. Yeah, man. We're trying to be the number one video podcast on the internet. Yeah. So the only way we can do that is... With your help. Yeah. And we lie. We're liars. Don't make us look like assholes. We don't want to look like liars on the internet. Come though. on, man. You know? Everybody's honest on the internet. We all know that. Yeah. That's like a fact. Yeah, man. So subscribe, and we'll see you guys next week. All Thank right. you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>